Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're talking about communication and how that plays out on leadership teams with friends and with really with anyone. And we're framing it in the context of being CCD, being clear, concise, and direct. So we hope this is helpful and we hope you enjoy. Today, I want to talk about communication issues. I think most interpersonal conflict comes down to a lack of clarity, focus, and frankness. And what I mean by interpersonal conflict is just, I I often in my role, in my job at home, find myself in a situation where there's conflict with another person, whether it's my wife or a coworker or a friend or somebody on a team that I work with. And most of the time, it comes down to misunderstanding and it comes down to like I said, lack of clarity, lack of focus, lack of frankness. Somebody says something and it's not clear. They thought they said one thing. The other person thought they said another thing. And it just, it spirals often. Um, There's also a component of just lack of confrontation that can happen on teams and with people where, um, you know, kind of, you kind of have to answer the question, like what needs to be said that's not being said? What do I need to say that I'm not saying? And oftentimes because of a fear of rejection or fear of confrontation or whatever, people just don't say what's on their mind. And it causes these underlying frustrations, these underlying disunities that, that ultimately go against relational health. And obviously this podcast being called relational recovery, we're, we're, we're constantly talking about how do we become and sustain a healthy relational approach to life, whether it's at work, home, anywhere, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Because the lack of clarity and focus and frankness, it erodes trust. Because the goal is that we say what we mean and we mean what we say. And if if lack of clarity, focus, and frankness erodes trust, we don't have much of anything because without trust, we have nothing. And so what I want to talk about today is um, what my friends at Built to Lead would call CCD, that we need to be CCD. We need to be clear, concise, and direct in our communication. So I thought it'd be cool to take a few minutes and just kind of um, riff on all three of those. But before we do that, Austin, um, hearing this right for the first time, because we do all kinds of prep for this, right? Which means none at all. None at all. Hearing this for the first time, what comes to mind for you and what, um, maybe what, what is this, you know, how does this strike a chord with you? Uh, I think that it identifies a lot of fear in people, often fear in me because, uh, you and I talk an awful lot about nuancing something or just giving like setting the table well so someone understands what you're saying, but talking too much often makes it a little muddy and confusing. And if someone thinks you're trying to say something um, without using, like without actually saying it, so like you said one sentence, but you actually mean something behind behind that, um, it, cre- it creates that automatic, because we all know what it feels like when someone says something and you know, there's like a wink or just like a, an unknowing glance that like, I don't really mean that. And it just gives this idea that like, it does create distrust. Yeah. Even like, even if it's someone you do trust and you're in a, in a conversation and they say something to someone else and like, Oh, I just didn't want to hurt their feelings. It's like, but that's not being honest. Um, 
and it's not being helpful or kind, especially if it's going to be, if it's a hard truth that someone needs to hear, we need to say it. But it's also, this is not being clear, concise, and direct is not, is not giving permission for us to go around just being jerks. The right. truth is not, the truth is not a weapon to be like, a, or a, a, a stick that we go around whacking people with. There's kind ways to say something clearly and directly. Um, it is not like, I think some people, don't want to do that because they have this negative memory of someone just being blatantly and brutally honest and it was embarrassing and hurtful but there wasn't like there was no there was no kindness connected to it and so it, it is often we if you want to practice being ccd you have to know that you have to do it in a kind and loving way because it will just come, it will, it's going to remind people of negative things in their past. It's going to, we are, when you're clear, concise, and direct, and you're in any type of leadership role, you are going to remind somebody of a pain in the, of pain in their past. Yeah. So it's we just can, being aware of it. We can speak truth in a way that communicates love. Hmm. Well, I'll, I'll be a go step further. We need to speak truth in love. Like that's what yes. we're called to as Christians. You know, let me give you an example, because I think sometimes why we don't do this is we're afraid of hurting people. But if we don't address things straight on, we hurt people. So yeah. I was on staff at a church at one time, you know, and this was a long time ago, um, but I had worked there for a number of years. Um, I was in, you know, doing various different jobs, mainly music, but I was helping out with a lot of other things. And, and I was younger and five years was like, felt like a long, it was a long time, you know? And I was feeling called to do something different. And I went to the leadership team and literally crying. Like I, I, I didn't plan on getting emotional, but I was sharing with them, hey, leadership team, I'm praying about this opportunity. I don't want to leave, but I'm feeling led to potentially do this thing. You know, because I trusted them and they trusted me. And um and it was a it was a very vulnerable experience, you know. Everything went well. They prayed for me. We talked a little bit, and there wasn't a lot of talk around what exactly is this going to look like. It was just kind of like let's let's pray about it more and think the thought think about it more. You just drop this on us, Wes. Like, give us some time to process it. So I thought you know we'd have a follow up or something. I got a um, I got this happened maybe on like a Tuesday. And by the end of the week, I'd received an email and we were a, like, we were a pretty small team and I received an email from the pastor, from my boss. And he basically said, don't worry about coming in the office next week. You know, um, you can clean your stuff out and, and, um, next weekend will be your last week on staff. Wow. <laughs> and I, I was, um, you know, I was, I was obviously really hurt. But I, was also, but I was also really confused. Um, and I responded to him. I'm like, can we meet? Like, I, I'm not going to show up to church this Sunday lead music if we haven't talked because this is not, this is not, um, I don't feel like this is what friends do. Um, and we did. And when I met with him, he literally just looked at me and said, everything's fine. Everything's great. And that obviously doesn't make sense when yeah. you've been with yeah. for five years and you're just talking about processing this thing that you feel led to do. And that person's first response is just, you know, basically you're done here. And he pack up your not, stuff. 
pack up your stuff. And, and, and he didn't say anything negative. He didn't say anything. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with episode two in our conversation. We'll see you then.